Welcome to Confessions with Cynthia, where we explore careers, relationships, and lifestyles of Homo sapiens. Hello, I'm your host Cynthia, and today's special guest has two differently shaped eyebrows and was born when Mean Girls was released in Australia on the 24th of June 2004. Please welcome Gordon. Hi, my name is Gordon and I'm an actor. Thanks for joining us, Gordon. So, tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into the industry. Well, um, I am 18, almost probably 19 when this airs, um, and I... I got into this industry really recently, but I've been in love with acting ever since I was younger. Like, me and my friends with a film camera, that was that was the summer. Oh, that's so lovely. And this is when you were very little, is that correct? Like primary school? Yes, primary school. Oh. Yeah, probably around year three. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And was there like a particular movie or a theatre show that kind of made you want to become an actor at that moment when you were a child? When I was a child, oh, not really... Um, back then, it was just something I did for fun. But I, I can remember this was uh, 2016. I went and saw La La Land when it came out. And just seeing LA, seeing Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, I just I looked on that screen and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be up there one day. So that was the moment you were like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Amazing. And you said that you were dabbling in a bit of like filming and stuff like that when you were a child. What did you like about the aspect of being an actor at that point when you were a child before you saw La La Land and then up into the moment? What was that kind of transition? Well, I mean, I liked being able to pretend to be someone else for a bit. And I liked film because at that point, if I messed up, boom, we could just redo it Mm -hmm. and no one would ever have to know. Mm -hmm. And it was just it was just a fun thing that I think me and a lot of friends just we just make films that if I look back on them today, they would be horrible. <laughs> but they'll always hold a special place in my heart. Oh, it's so lovely. And because you were born during like the mid-2000s and you had an idea and taste of acting and doing some of that, when you were in high school, did you actually select it as a subject of choice? Well, um, that's an interesting one because... It was offered in year seven when I did was when I was, in, when I was in high school, and I did it in year seven, and we did this amazing production. Um, it was like abstract. I don't, I still don't know what it was actually about, but we performed <laughs> it everywhere, and I loved it. But then in year eight, it wasn't offered. Oh, same with year nine and ten, not offered. And then in year eleven and twelve, if I wanted to do drama, I had to go to another school for it. You're kidding? Yeah. Oh. So um, so I did it at our sister school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did drama there, but it just didn't feel like what I was wanting. It felt like it was too much, too much like English. So I ended up dropping it in year 12. But I did um, the co-curricular drama throughout the whole thing. And we would put on productions that were incredible. Like I'm looking back on them and I'm thinking that was a high school production. And um, I got to direct a couple and help out with that. And that was just, that's where I found my love of theatre, really. Oh, it's amazing. So I'm really glad you actually got the opportunity to study a bit of theatre mm-hmm. in high school because you're still so young. You're only just going to turn 19, so it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But when you were studying acting in high school, were you thinking, okay, I'm going to commit myself either to theatre or to film, or were you still kind of thinking about doing both and trialling it out? Oh, well... I, I guess I just liked both. I liked acting as the whole, and I liked I liked the different elements of each one. Film is so intimate, 
it's between you and the camera and the scene partner, whereas theatre is between you and every single person in that audience. And whatever happens on that night, that's the only time you're ever going to see it. It's such mm. an eph- ephemeral nature to it. I, I love that about theatre. But, yeah, I loved all aspects of it all. Oh, for sure. And I remember because we were acting together at the mm-hmm. Genesee Theatre not too long yes, ago. We were. What did you experience during then as a live performer outside of high school? How was it different from being a high school drama student to then in the real world acting on stage in front of a live audience? Well, for one, it, I was sharing the stage with people who were double and triple my age, yep. which was a, a great experience because have, they have so much knowledge and they just tell you everything. Um, it was a huge cast, but it was, it was lovely because I was meeting like-minded people who had, some of them had been doing this their whole lives. Some of them were just coming into it. And it was, it was a community and I loved every minute on that stage. Oh, and I did too. And thank you so much for being such a wonderful stage partner as well. It was a very enjoyable yet tough experience because, as you know, having a large cast, you know, some tips, but we managed to work together, work through it, and it came out to be a beautiful production. Oh, it was. It was amazing. Absolutely. And after leaving high school and then doing a few productions yourself, did you manage to get yourself into any other courses, like, you know, doing a bit of improv here and there, comedy, anything else just to top up your skills? Well, um, oh, when was this? Ever since maybe 2016, 17, I've been, I was doing an outside-of-school drama, mm-hmm which was maybe 10 minutes from my house on a Friday afternoon. And um, that was where we were taught improv and just basic skills. And it was something that I did for five years. Mm -hmm. I met some of my best friends there. Um, I got so many opportunities and that has has changed my life, honestly. But apart from that, I haven't done any acting courses or any acting, like, other training apart from that. Mm, and are you looking to study any other acting courses or training that you're interested in at the moment? Well, I do want to try and do a um, a Master's of Directing at NIDA um, after I finish this degree, whenever my degree finishes. But yeah. And awesome. That is a really, really good, like, that's a high commitment right mm-hmm. there, doing directing, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd be great at it. And your current course, is it related to acting at all? In some ways, yes. In other ways, not at all. Um, I am studying a Bachelor of Psychology Honours. Um, so the Bachelor of Psychology, that's very much acting, you know, getting into the mind of someone. And then I'm also doing pre-med, majoring in neuroscience. So not really acting, but yeah. Yeah. Still fascinating. Using your mind and reading mm-hmm. a lot of books. Still very similar. Mm, tr- yep, different. Yeah. Yep, yep, there yep. it is. And when you're on stage, can you tell me if that experience kind of met your expectations when you're feeling the movements of the character? Oh, yes. Every time I step on stage, it's just... It was one, I, one time I was maybe in year 11 or 12 and I went on stage and it just clicked. I walked on and I was the character and I looked out at the audience and I realised I had everyone's attention and it's a feeling like nothing else, really. You just, you know everything that's going on around you. You know exactly what to do and you feel, in a strange way, you feel more yourself than you ever had when you're playing someone else. That's very beautiful. And can you tell us the differences that you felt and experienced being on stage and then on screen as an actor? Um, well, as I've been told when I'm doing on screen things is tone it right down. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you've got to keep it really intimate. Little tiny gestures 
seemed huge on screen. And um, that's something I've noticed. And it's it's two different worlds, really. Like being on stage and being on screen, although they're very familiar, they're so different. Um, and yeah, being on screen is, is great, but you have so much more stuff around you. You don't have to, yeah, you're not supposed to be big. You're supposed to be small. Mm. Whereas on stage, you're supposed to be big and mm-hmm. everything about you has to be big. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Absolutely, because on stage, you have to project way up to mm-hmm. the back, right? Whereas the camera, it's right up your face and every little movement's yep. captured, like I would totally understand. But still, both sets, I would say, are very chaotic. In your experience, oh, yes. did you say very chaotic? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. And tell me, there must be some funny stories that you have whilst doing acting on theatre and, and also as uh, someone part of a large cast on a crew? Well, I mean, uh, there were some fun experiences when we were doing our show together. Tell me um, about it. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Poor Joe Ash being stuck in a trap door. He took that so well, though. Oh, my gosh. How long did it take for him to get out again? I forgot. Um, oh. He was in there for 20 to 30 minutes each night. Oh, okay. It's still mm. a little bit too long yeah. to be trapped there. <laughs> um, but one time I was doing film and... Um, we had to try and it was just me and my mate and um we had to try and make a dolly so we got all these old skateboards set up the camera rolled it back and then it wouldn't stop rolling and the whole set kind of like collapsed a little bit oh no and it was hilarious but it was also really tragic oh so yeah little things happen all the time that yeah just make the movie absolutely and sometimes those kind of moments that I capture, they feel so organic, but mm. feel like it's just right for that moment. Exactly. So I'm really glad that you are able to capture that on camera, whereas mm-hmm. like you said in theatre, it's just like that. Yep. Only that moment and that's it. That's where you have to be there. Yeah, exactly. And were there any special memorable moments that you have that you'd like to share with us as well? Um, oh, the yeah, there's one. Um, this was really recently. Um, back in May, we did a one-night thing. It was just supposed to be a... A reading but it turned into a workshop and that was the first time I was working with like incredibly experienced actors who were well who were really set in the industry and I walked out on stage and it was a completely different experience to every anything I've ever felt and as soon as the show finished everyone's saying every everyone's reactions told me that you know it was such a special moment and it, it felt incredible mm. just getting all that experience from people and getting to go on stage and just forget about everything else and just give a performance. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, I could go on for hours about it. Oh, my gosh. And I know that you say that an experience is learned when you're working with the new people. Exactly. And that you felt that you gain a lot of knowledge but also a lot of wisdom from actors that have done it for a very long time. What do you notice about actors that have been doing it for a long time that you kind of took on as part of your own tool set? Um, It's the way they look at a scene and it's the way they unpack everything about a scene. And I remember doing the same scene maybe 12 different times just to find each little bit that worked, each little bit that didn't work, and then try and make it all into one. And it's that it's that dedication to the character. It's that dedication to the piece. It's it's a dedication to the story, which I think for me, it's made me a better actor. And it's, yeah, it's been incredible. Amazing. And I know that it's not always rainbows and sunshine when mm-hmm. you're an actor. So could you tell us any of the difficult moments that you experienced and how you overcame them? 
Well, I think every actor knows this. Um, it's the long rehearsals. And it's the gruelling, hard rehearsals. And sometimes you're spending so much time for a show and nothing happens. Um, but yet, there's some days you're starting at maybe 12 midday and you're finishing at 10 p.m. Then you've got to go home, have dinner, go to sleep, get up and just do the whole thing again whilst trying to juggle everything else in your life. And it's difficult. But again, being on stage and having that feeling and the connection with the audience, I think that makes it all worth it. I do that a million times just to get that feeling. Amazing. And it's like the love of the craft, mm. isn't it? Because like you said, it's that kind of euphoria that you feel on stage and it's there's nothing else like it. And that's why you keep coming back for more, yeah. but you get a bit better at it each exactly. time. And it's also... It's also the castmates as well. It's yeah. like everyone's there for this reason. You know they're all dedicated. And you it's a bond, really. It's like a family in each production and then you finish it. But you're never gonna you're never gonna forget these people. You're always gonna remember them and yeah, that's another thing. It's always like this little community mm -hmm. with actors, especially like in Sydney. I feel like every actor has a connection with another actor and mm -hmm. sometimes you bump into them again in the production maybe years from now. Oh yeah. And it just happens. And that's just the life of theatre in Sydney, yep. isn't it? Yeah. So I know that you're so young still, but looking back on your journey from when you first started, how do you feel about it now? Um, oof, well, I'm looking back on it mainly with the view that I never thought that I could actually fully be in the industry and actually do acting and do performances on such a high level. Um, I always thought that I would go down the university route. Um, and acting was always my brother's, my twin brother's thing when we were younger. But then I kind of started to do it and it started to just gain more traction. And I got deeper and deeper into the industry. I saw new things and yep, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's speechless. There's not, there's not really any words that can describe it. Absolutely. And during the moments when you go into an audition, um, how do you curve like the negative thoughts and also the rejection that comes with some of that? Um, oof. I mean, I kind of just, I'm, I'm a very pragmatic person. So I know that going into an audition, there is not really any chance of me actually getting the role. And a lot of people would say that that's negative thinking, but it doesn't affect my performance in the slightest. I'm still going to give the best performance that I can for that character, um, regardless whether I think I'm going to get it or regardless whether I think I'm not going to get it. Because acting for me is always something that I want to find joy and have fun with, which is why I'm doing my whole uni degree and keeping acting as this fun little, little dream that might go somewhere, it might not. But if it doesn't, that's okay. So, yeah, whenever I go into an audition, I'm like, you know what? This can maybe turn out good. Maybe it won't. And if it doesn't, just work to the next one. Yeah. And that's such a good way to think about it because I, I, I don't remember the actor's name, but I remember the saying was like that role was never really yours to begin with. So if you get it, it was meant to be. But if you don't and it wasn't meant to be, then that's fine. Exactly. And if your friend gets it, oh, yeah. if you're auditioning with someone that you really like and they happen to get it, be happy for them. Oh, definitely. And it's reciprocal. Yeah. So like you said, it's, and even with your twin brother, like you said, like it was his thing, but you managed to kind of find out your own, make it your own. And he's supportive of it. I oh, yes. Assume. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So it's that love and camaraderie where you come together because you both really love the art of acting and like really enjoy each other's 
space and yep. the creativity that you have. And I know that you have a cabaret coming up as I well. Do. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, that's that's in that's going to be in August, and that's fun. That's just come out of um, that's come out of nowhere, which is which is incredible. I'm doing it with my insanely talented friend um, Liam Faulkner Diamond, and. It's going to be a blast, really. It's going to be great. I'm going to get to stand up, sing some songs, tell a good story through the songs and just have a great night, really. I am so excited and I can't wait to see you back on stage. Gordon, no word of a lie, is a fantastic actor and I think everyone should go see all of his productions that's coming out and generally the tickets are not so badly priced with mm. the, the productions that you were in. The last production you were in was about like $30 for a donation. Yeah. Is that, could you tell us a little bit about um, that? That one was done for the Actors Benevolent Fund. Um, it was a one-night reading that turned into a workshop. So all the proceeds for that went to the Actors Benevolent Fund because they do such good work. They keep actors afloat. They help the industry. They're a backbone of the industry. And when I got the opportunity to do that, I jumped for it. And yeah, I think it was just great that we managed to raise, we raised a lot of money for it. And Mm. I'm so glad about that. Oh my gosh. And honestly, it was one of the best readings I've actually been to. And because it was a workshop, it had a different feel to it as well. So it felt more, um, I think it was more emotional and more charged. Like the actors Mm. are very, very into the characters and it it felt very natural, even Mm. though it was still very raw. I think that's kind of like when you go into a reading, you don't really expect it to be a polished production or everyone to know their lines. But I was genuinely impressed about how many lines that you all learned without having to use a script basically at all, which was impressive. Yeah, it was was a lot of work, but... I, it made all the difference. Absolutely. So readings generally are a little bit cheaper than the mm. actual production, but I highly recommend people go. It's yes. to support the actual production yes. to let it go live. Yes. So exactly. hopefully we see that soon. I think we will. Yes. And is there a mantra or practice that keeps you in the zone or helps you calm your nerves before going into an audition? Oh, um, well, this is this is just kind of something not just for acting I mean it's been more for acting over the recent years but it's something that I just did before every exam as well is I will plug on I'll put on my noise cancelling headphones I'll put the noise cancelling up to max and I will play Getting Older by Billie Eilish I don't know why that song but I will just sit there and I'll listen to that and I do that before every show every exam and I I don't know why but it just it helps centre me it helps me feel well, ready for it. And then getting into character for me is more just throwing away myself, thinking I know what to do. I don't need to worry about that. I throw away myself and I just, yeah, I just step into it. Absolutely. That's so good to have that kind of mentality where you know that you will be fine. Mm. So last, maybe it's the last question about being an actor, but what is your favourite thing about being an actor? Ooh, um, I'm going to have to say the people you meet. It's such an amazing community. You meet amazing people who come from all walks of life and they're just, you're shared by a common interest, a common goal. And when you get to share a stage with them, it's just electrifying. And I just love the connection through it. 
I love I love the performance aspect as well. I, I mean, I love everything about acting, but I think it's the connections for me that you form with the director, with your scene partners, with the light crew and the, the backstage crew and the stage managers. It's the connections that you form to create that piece that I think to me are the most important things. Oh, that's so lovely. And definitely communicating that love that you all have and mm. making sure that everyone's okay as yes. well and that you're all in it together. You're all there for the one goal. And like you said, it's making that connection, not only just, you know, the cast members, but the crew as well. Yeah. Very important. They are the backbone of every production. Oh, absolutely. Worth their weight in gold. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what piece of advice would you give to people looking to start their journey of becoming an actor today? Do it. Get in everything you can possibly do. If your local theatre society is doing a show, do it. Um, if you want to step into more professional things try and seek out an agent and if it doesn't work out keep working on your craft do classes find uh, yeah get training and then keep going to um to auditions keep trying to find agents keep trying to find managers just don't give up because it can take ages and then something will come out of nowhere um or something will just come up randomly quickly it's it's such an unpredictable industry and i think everyone says not to give up but you've really just got to You've got to be pragmatic about your dreams, but you've also got to go for it. You've got to make a plan for it. Absolutely. And that's very well said. I 110% agree with Gordon. Just go for it. You yeah. know, do it. Because if you don't, you know you never will. Exactly. Definitely. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Michael Scott. Well, thank you again for joining us today, Gordon, and sharing part of your story with us. If you'd like to find out more about Gordon, you can follow him on Instagram at Gordon. Vignelles, the link will be available in the description. This wraps up our episode and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye!